Hey peeps, welcome back to a special continuation of our previous episode. We talked so much we had to split it up. So if you haven't listened to the previous, go ahead and check that out. If you're all caught up, then you may proceed. Oh damn it. It's gurgling. Oh no. It's gurgling. Oh okay. god. But I think I might have calmed it, so. I'll keep all this in. Yay! Uh, all right, let's move it over to my topic. I wanted to talk about mommies and daddies and when they love each other or when they don't love each other too. See, when a mommy what? loves a daddy, they get together. What are you doing with your fingers? Taking, showing you something. How are you getting it to do that? <laughs> how, is it getting, how is the one getting wet? Are we, were we just initiated into a gag? It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. That picture, I've been, I've been laughing my ass off every time I see it now, but it's like, my dog's been throwing up blood all morning, and it's just like, <laughs> dog with the blood sign. <laughs> like, Stupid. <laughs> we throwing up those signs. But yeah, okay. So mommies and daddies, do you guys, as you guys are kids, or a kid, you guys are singular people of two donors who kind of had you at one point. I was told a stork dropped me off. All right. <laughs> I, my, my parents fucked. Nice. How many times? Nice. <laughs> At least twice. I'm hoping just once. That that might explain all the problems. <laughs> Oopsie doodles. Do you guys have parents with like criminal past? No. <laughs> oh. Uh, Not that I'm aware of. I would, I would like to plead the fifth. <laughs> just me then? I, I, would, I would like to plead the fifth on this one because my, my, my brothers listen to this podcast. So... Yes. And per se, per se, if this person had... My dad will never listen to this podcast, so yes, I have family with... with yes, my father has problems You're, with the law. Has killed a man? Uh, I've... Sh- well, sure, we'll say yes. It happens to the best of us. Some of us, you, you never know if you've killed somebody. You've, like, farted in an elevator and... Somebody else. Well, I'm pretty him. sure you know if you've killed a man. Not but really. there's sometimes you don't know you don't know if you've killed somebody, but I'm pretty sure you know if you've killed somebody. Like, yeah. I mean, I live with, with a, a fart? Yes. Okay. I live with a conscience where I don't know if I killed somebody. Well, exactly. You always live with the conscience that you don't know if you've killed no, somebody. But, I mean, like, but I, there could be a fact that you know you've killed somebody. I mean, there's been a time in my life where I've shot at somebody trying to kill or somewhere where I thought somebody was trying to kill somebody when gunfire f- stopped. And when I was in the military and, and like when I checked, there was nothing. So it's like, there, you know, you have to check for the casualties, the water, the ammunition, et cetera. And like, when we got out there, it's like, there's nothing, just rubble. It's yeah. Like, I don't know if I killed the person or not. Well. Hold on. Not one of you guys thanked me for my service when I, when I said when I was in the military, this is fucked up. <laughs> Why are you okay. pulling out a gun? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I've thanked I've thanked you <laughs> once. That's all you get from no, me. No, but every time I bring it up, you need to you need See, to thank I, me for my you, service. You say it, but I have a very small piece. I have no proof of this. No videos of you. No pictures of you. You're good with Photoshop. So any picture you do show me, I'm gonna assume it's fucking photoshopped. Yeah, you made you, you made fucking. You, I could show you my. I in my back pocket. You also say that you're a mailman. I, I have, have to see you deliver mail. Look at this form right here in my back pocket. It's a DD two fourteen. That's a library card. Fuck. That's a blockbuster card. 
That okay, would be I'm not, that'd be worth seeing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to change the subject here, Lonnie, but I glanced over at your computer yeah. on the previous page you're on. I thought it was I thought it was vaginas, but it was Moxley's <laughs> eye. It's a close up. Jeez. <laughs> so I might have a some parents oh, with the criminal past. I know my dad did some time for like some child support stuff. My mom, the pride father. Hold on, let's pause real quick. You went from "Have you ever killed a man? Are you sure? Are you sure you killed a man?" To my dad is was an like I yeah. feel like that's a big segue we need to address. No, we don't. I'm over it now. Are you over it? Because I'm not. I'm over it. I'm not. Sometimes this shit comes and go. Like, do you need it's a PTSD? Hug? It's fine. Are you trying? Are me. you admitting that your dad killed a man on no, I was national like, broadcast radio? I was in the military. <laughs> I thought I killed somebody. It, well, okay. Uh, Is that what you were trying to get off your chest? Because if so, I'll give you a hug and we'll move on. If you're admitting that your dad killed somebody, not let one me know. of you guys just thanked me for my service when I brought it up again. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <sighs> Disrespect. Wait, to this you didn't country. thank me for being a fucking Boy Scout. And fucking American bald eagle will fly into this. Just like, never mind. I'm just, we're not going to tell. You never thanked me for being a Girl Scout. We do not appreciate the Girl Scouts. They come around to sell their crack like once a year. <laughs> and well, you still buy I, it. Money I've already given you. Oh, fuck. I, still I, buy it. Yeah. Like I'm out. I already have my dealer. <laughs> dealer okay. down the block already got me. Okay. So thank you for your service. Your dad killed somebody. Go. My dad might have killed somebody. I don't know. My grand- I know he knocked somebody out when he was in prison. My grandpa killed 18 Chinamen. You can't he, say he that. Said, he said he killed 18 Chinamen. Jackie and, Chan killed And 20. I didn't really believe him. Until he passed away and we were cleaning at his house. He had a drawer and like he lived in a motor home and it was. With their heads? No, it had all <laughs> their, but it had all the like. Penises? It had all their badges and like headgear and stuff. Like when he would kill somebody, he would take something off their yeah, gear. Anybody can just find a. Oh yeah, I'm he, sure. He was just in World War II scalping. flyers off of one? But like their, their bandanas and he'd like rip names off there. You sure he didn't just like work supply? <laughs> he worked just work supply he worked in, in the goodwill. Uh, he's like, eh, I'll take this. <laughs> so, wow. All right. Uh, so yeah, my mom, she probably has a good rap list herself. I remember when like I first got email and I was getting bombarded with like messages because my credit score is all messed up yeah. as like a 11 year old, 12 year old or so yeah. because somebody took out a loan in my name for a mortgage and my mom was kind of a piece of shit, I guess. So, yeah, she kind of helped me out real well starting off. So, I don't. Uh, that's they, why you have kids. That's not why you have kids. So you somebody didn't tell her that. Fuck them so. over. <laughs> no, they must have knew. They were doing cyber tracking like way early because when I was a kid growing up, I got so many emails about penis pills and like how to enlarge the size of your penis and like they knew like on the jump. I got some penis pills for you if you want them. Do you? Yeah. The thing is, is my penis pills are totally different. thing is, is they don't just enlarge it outwards. They enlarge it inwards too. So it's kind of more of like a uh, 4D penis enlargement. It's more like, more of like an ego insight. So you'll feel it go inside. You take Flintstone vitamins too? (laughs) Do you need to buy some? (laughs) Those things are like 100%. Wow. We are so off the track. Yeah, let's get on track. Sorry. No, we're... Thank you for right your thing. service. To, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, I, think the uh, edibles I want to also talk about like some celebrities who have some very bad, bad parents. 
and, and one of them I kind of want to put a little bit more detail on. So Corey Feldman's <laughs> name, name a celebrity. When you think about me, what do you think about Robert De Niro? Oh, okay. <laughs> Dr. Dre. These are both very accurate. Macaulay like, Culkin. Yeah. The voice of Casper. We'll go with Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was a ways away. So Jackie Chan, he had some pretty crazy parents. So, Is that how you really see yourself? Like when you see yourself, you were like, oh, they're going to pick Jackie Chan for sure. That's what I was hoping. He already said it. I and, said Jackie Chan yeah. earlier and I was oh. like, yeah. And you said your grandpa killed 18. He Jack- said that about me. Jackie Chan kill. Not you. He said that about me. He, Who, thinks, me? he thinks me more about Jackie Chan than you. No trouble. Hey. No trouble. I'm, he, he, if you ask he for thinks, $50 million, you think he, <laughs> he thinks me more Asian than you. All right. So, Lily, Jackie's mom, she was uh, an opium dealer. Oh. Did we hear about that? No. Uh, that's horrible. She was kind of small time, but when she was caught, there was a Charlie, which is his dad. So, Charlie is the man who worked. Charlie Chan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And I'm the racist one. <laughs> Charlie, yes. Charlie, come in for dinner, Charlie. I can't see you, Charlie. Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck. How do I edit this one? I'm just going to keep it. Oh, no, here comes Charlie. Stop, dude. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to save you. You can't wait for... You, we, we have to know, but we have to wait for Charlie. He's very, very sneaky. Oh, What's his last name? <laughs> Chan. Charlie Chan. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, Charlie Chan worked for the... Jeez, I can't even say it, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, hold for chaos. <laughs> you can't I'll... make this stuff up. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so Charlie. Ch- <laughs> <sighs> I thought I was going to be able to get. <laughs> Just call him CC. <laughs> it's funny because that's his son's name too. <laughs> CC, Charlie Chan. Oh man. All right. So uh, he worked for the Chinese embassy. And when like he caught Lily, his mom selling opium, he kind of was moonlighting if you will. So he was working for the police force, but he's also working for a Shandong gang, which is a large gang back in the day. I guess it still is kind of, you know, but so he was, he got into gambling and she ended up pawning off of everything. And somehow she got everything back through him and they became Jackie Chan's parents. So they're both pretty much criminals. And yeah, that's that one. I'm going to go through a few of these names, a whole list. We got 30, no, we don't have 30. So two degrees of Jackie Chan. So Jackie Chan was in Karate Kid with Jada Pinkett Smith, and oh. Jada Pinkett Smith was in the Matrix series with Keanu Reeves. So Keanu Reeves, his dad, Samuel Nolan Reeves Jr., he was caught and arrested from trying to sell heroin at an airport, and he got himself 10 years for trafficking, but only served two. His Paris showgirl mom ended up raising him alone for the most part. I guess he got out of jail and tried to come back, but I guess he, he was out of Keanu's life. Keanu... Pretty much race himself. Keanu. Yeah. Keanu. So two degrees from Keanu. Keanu Reeves was in John Wick with John Leguizamo. And John Leguizamo was in Ice Age Continental Drift with... Ray Romano. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> so Nicki Minaj, also known as Onika Tanya Mirage, 
aka Nicki Minaj. That's a lot of Onika Tanya. I feel like she should have just gone with that. Onika Tanya sounds cooler. Well, yeah. Anyways, she said well, that when she was five, her deadbeat dad, Robert, would always yell and fight with her moms. Maybe it was his crack addiction, but I guess he was like a little crazy. So supposedly he pulled her mom out of the car and dragged her for two blocks. And he also burned down their own house with her mom still in it. But like her mom got out. So probably also stayed with him. I don't know. I didn't get any extra afterwards. But yeah, that uh, that sucks too. So, so far, not so good of parents right here. Two degrees of Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is in Barbershop. The next cut with Ice Cube. And Ice Cube is in the Players Club with... Never seen it. Okay, Terrence Howard. That's what I was going to say. Ah, I should have let you. I didn't give you enough time. Damn it. Sorry. So all Terrence wanted to do was to see Santa at a shopping mall one night, and another man accused them of cutting the line. Supposedly, the dude hit Terrence's pops, Tyrone, in the balls a few times, which Tyrone returned the <clears> gesture, but only with an unknown weapon that delivered deep cuts in which the man would die later, giving Tyrone 11 months behind bars. The incident was known as the Santa line slaying. Mm-hmm. Do, do you ever recall hearing the Santa Lions Lane? No. Uh, I do not. Neither did I. But I feel like it's a really cool title. They need to make a movie out of that. Terrence Howard should play Tyrone Howard. Oh. Okay. I'll make a few <laughs> phone calls. <laughs> All right. So two degrees of that. Terrence Howard was in the movie Crash with Sandy Newton. And Danny Newton was in the movie Gridlocked with Tupac. Yeah, okay. didn't yep. let me See? finish. I was going to say. Tupac, Tupac. Shakur. So Tupac, his mom, Afeni Shakur, she was speculated to be affiliated with the Black Panthers linked to the New York bombings. So smart enough to represent herself when pregnant with Tupac, she was acquitted, though, which I'm sure Tupac wasn't mad at her for. I ain't mad at you. Never mind. I get it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, back in the day, I mean, like with the whole Black Panther movement and all that, and I guess they made some pretty big movement with like some of the bombings and stuff. Mm. But uh, she was a well-educated woman, it seemed like, <laughs> minus the crime. <laughs> I just uh. think of Forrest Gump scene where he's like, sorry, I ruined your Black Panther's party. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac Shakur, two degrees from him, he was in Poetic Justice with Clifton Collin Jr. And he was in Brother with... You know it. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't Don't mock me. Don't do things that are mockable. So a bank robber, Vincent McGuire, went into a bank in 1993 and successfully robbed it in a broad daylight. No mask, no weapon, arrested immediately like afterwards. like a plot of Spider-Man. I know. So afterwards, his son went to go live with his aunt and uncle until his uncle Ben was murdered in front of him. All right, that last part was kind of made up. I mean, it wasn't made up, but it was made up. He got bit by a spider. But Toby Maguire's dad turned to see one time bank robbing because Toby's aunt died and left them two kids to care for. So he got two years for it. He had to pretty much bring in his cousins and didn't have the money for it. So he robbed a bank with no weapon. It's like, dummy. I know, man. Leave no prisoners. Prison. Fuck. Whatever. Two degrees from him. He was in Deconstructing Harry with Robin Williams, and Robin Williams was in the movie Shrink with Kevin Spacey. Yep. Knew it. Yep. Kevin Spacey, a very controversial one, Kevin Spacey. American Beauty. We're not doing the movie thing yet. We're doing the... Oh. Okay. So Kevin Spacey, he's denied these claims because he's kind of like separated himself from he's his pops. gay. No, he's actively admitted to that one. Oh. So his brother, though, Randall Fowler, 
he's the one who's kind of making these claims. So, he's gay. So Kevin Spacey has kept so much space between his and his family that it's hard to believe what is what or who is what, whatever, et cetera. So Thomas Fowler, their dad, is an alleged Nazi sympathizer and would have dressed up like that one famous Nazi guy and so also sexually harassed. He is gay. Oh, he would sexually abuse his brother and another family member. Supposedly Kevin wasn't targeted, but he did legally change his name to his mother's maiden name to kind of like expunge all that. Like, I don't want it sounds questionable, but Kevin has never confirmed it. Or denied it. Or, well, I guess he has denied it. He just doesn't, you know, but he wasn't, I don't know if he can fully say because his brother is saying like, yeah, I was sexually molested by my father. He's a piece of shit. Yes. So Hope Solo, uh, the next one, Hope's pops Jeffrey got into trouble, went to jail for embezzlement. She was conceived during a conjugal visit, and after he was released, there was a messy divorce. He ended up kidnapping Hope and her brother. So that kind of bratty soccer player, Hope Solo. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Uh, the next one, we got nothing with Hope Solo. We're just going to nix her. Let's go back with Kevin Spacey. Two degrees from Kevin Spacey. Uh, he was in L.A. Confidential with Guy Pierce, and Guy Pierce was also in Prometheus with... Charlie's De- Charlie Charlie's there. Okay. You guys are on it. When Charlie's was 15, her mom killed her dad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her dad, Charles, got drunk one night and was firing off his gun in his mouth. And in his, his mouth. mouth. Yeah. Firing so off his gun suicide. and his mouth. Not in his mouth. Oh. Okay. Yeah. He was making threats on Charlie's and her mom's life. Gerda, 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 whatever. Her mother ended up grabbing another gun and blasting the fool. Moved to America and lived happily ever after, it would seem. I mean, like, you ain't got to worry about it. Like, she's like, break yourself, fool. Yeah. Then came from Africa, got here, boom. Yeah. One degree from Charlize Theron, she was in the movie Sleepwalking with... Annette Funich. Woody Harrel... Woody. Woody. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. So, Charles Harrelson was... A convicted hitman known for killing John H. Woods Jr., a U.S. federal judge. Even after being arrested for other crimes and murders, he ended up killing this dude. It's like, so, well, because he was a hitman. So he was a big name because this was the first assassination on a federal judge in the 20th century, and he died in prison over a heart attack. So it's like, we didn't really have like these, I think there was like some laws or rules or whatever applied afterwards because you get pissed off at, at like a court hearing or whatever. And like, you want to target the judge because the judge isn't giving you a fair trial or something like that. I'm like, this dude doesn't seem like he was any angel anyways. But now the one I want to touch on the most, this one, I kind of want to go a little bit further into depth, but two degrees of Woody Harrelson. He was in now you see me with Michael Caine. Michael Caine was in Jaws six, the revenge with Jaws three, the revenge, not sorry, six, three with, there isn't even there isn't even a Jaws six, is there? No, no that's cool. why you said that, and I'm like, wait a second. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, Judith Barcy, close. Judith, no. okay, motherfucking Barcy. Do you guys remember Judith Barcy? I do. All right. No. Do you know much of the situation of what happened with her? She went crazy. I know that much. No, no, no I know nothing. <laughs> I was just taking a shot in the dark. <laughs> Good try. I like what you're going with that. So I want to give you a little bit of a history with Judith. She was an up-and-coming child star at the age of five. She was like the little girl that was in Jaws 3. Thank you. The Revenge. Yes. She grew up in Jaws 6. There is no Jaws 6 from what I recall. Jaws in space. Yes. <laughs> the, jaw. That's the, the one where wreck. Jaws literally jumps the shark. Die harder. Uh, yeah. She was very petite for her age. She was, she was able to get like a lot of these roles that kind of asked for a lot 
for, for younger. So she was kind of in high demand. But like you may have recognized her as a voice of some popular cartoons. So All Dogs Go to Heaven. Remember that? She played Anna Marie. I recently just watched that with my daughters recently. I was like, God damn it, man. This is sad. And then Land Before Time, she played Ducky. The yep, yep, yep. You know, <laughs> that one. That was uh, another really awesome one. She also starred in, like I said, Jaws, Eye of the Tiger. She was in quite a bit of TV shows like St. Elsewhere, Growing Pains, Love Boat, The New Gidget, Cagney and Lacey, which, Jeremy, you should know that one. That's probably one of your first-time crushes is Cagney and Lacey. I don't know who you're talking about. I knew it. (laughs) Cheers. She was also in Punky Brewster, Twilight Zone. She had a total of 25 acting credits in about four years, starting with the Donald Duck orange juice commercial. Man, and like when I'm going and doing like some of the research and like looking at her, I'm like, man, she looks like my youngest daughter right now. Let's bring it back to her pops since he's the one who we're pretty much talking about with this. So he was a Hungarian immigrant fleeing from the revolution who afterwards he met another Hungarian immigrant, Maria, who was a waitress here in America. Maria. They got married and had Judith Barcy. So he had a history with drinking and was quite aggressive in nature. Dude was a prick. It even became even more so when his daughter was outshining him. Like it, listening to some of the stories is like how he would just like tease her and just like take little pot shots and stuff out of her or keep her from having fun. Yeah. Prick. So before Judith Joseph, the dude's name, Joseph Barcy was married before he had two sons, became aggressive with comets before things got violent. He threw a cast iron skillet in the face of his previous wife and threatens to burn down the house with all of them in it. So here's a pattern. He's kind of done similar things with Maria. He's shown many of the same patterns with Maria, Judith's mother, saying if she ever thought of leaving, that he would burn the house down with the three of them in it. At no fault of Maria's, she was raised in an abusive household, so she might not have been able to notice like a lot of these red flags ahead of time. So she probably thought a lot of this was normal because she lived in a household with an like, abusive father, etc. There was a kite story that I thought was kind of sad too. Like you, you kind of picture it. There was like a neighbor who saw Judith outside flying her kite around some of the little backyard garden. And then Joseph comes out. I guess she was probably making a little bit too much noise. So he comes out and he pulls the kite out of the sky, you know, like he winds it up. And she's like, no, no, you're going to break it. You're going to break it, you know. And then he just like breaks it right in front of her. And like the neighbor looked like as though he was going to say something or she was going to say something or so. And he pretty much said that Judith is a spoiled brat, so it doesn't really matter. Cops were called when Judith was about eight and they did nothing. So they saw no marks, so they say. It was like, there's no reason for us to even get called out here. We can't do anything. We have to see noticeable marks, which that kind of was a little bit of a warning with Joseph. It made him stop drinking for a little bit, but the abuse was still rampant. So events like grabbing this eight-year-old by the ponytail and tossing her to the ground, giving her a bloody nose right before she went to go film Jaws, The Revenge, she was all excited. You know, like packing some of her favorite stuff and getting ready to go away for like a two weeks of filming. He barged in and he held a knife to her throat and he said something along the lines of, if you and your mom don't come back, I'm going to slit your throat. Threatening a, what, 10, 8, 10, eight year old, eight year old. Yeah. Fucked up. Fucked up. Like that's not something that any eight year old should have to go through. Immediately after filming Maria and Judith with the Jaws, she went over to Maria's brother's place, who was, I want to say in New York. And I don't think Judith has ever met her uncle at this time either. Joseph found out he ended up calling her brother's place and, you know, put her on the phone. And you you know what I said if you didn't come home. So immediately Maria ended up taking Judith and going back to their house. 
So before filming All Dogs Go to Heaven, it was very noticeable. Judith had, like, she was pulling out her eyelashes and pulling whiskers off her cat, and she was hyperventilating during an audition. Oh, and she ended up getting the audition, too. But, like, it was her agent who kind of noticed things like that. So he set up a, an appointment to see, like, a child therapist. And within, like, that one-hour session, the child therapist was able to diagnose her with severely physical and mentally abused state, I guess. So Child Protective Services got involved and just dropped the case afterwards. Not really a fault of the child services, what do you want to call it? They were overbooked. I think at that time you were able to have like 50 or 55 <clears throat> cases open and the person who had her case had like 67, 69 cases. So they Jesus. had to get rid of 15 cases. During this time, Maria was making progress on moving into an apartment that was kind of eh, outside the way, I guess. And there was a part where Joseph ended up following her and, you know, she ended up being able to lie on the spot saying like, hey, I'm just moving some boxes for a friend because he was kind of questioning like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing? What are you trying to leave me? And she's like, no, just I had some boxes of her friends in my car and just wanted to drop it at their apartment and kind of scared her because she thought like if anything were to happen, like if she were to go, that would probably be the first place he would check. So Joseph was already dating other people at this point, taking other girls on expensive dates and stuff. So it's like there really was no reason for this marriage. Judith was like their Must cash cow. Jewish. What's up? Must have been Jewish. Yeah. Needed <laughs> to get a get. Yeah. <laughs> June 6, 1988 was her 10th birthday, Judith's 10th birthday. They had a little party. The neighbors always knew her as always out riding her bike and running through the sprinklers, a kid being a kid. June 10th, 1988, she ended up moving a few boxes. That's when that story happened. Maria seemed to have one at the house and the jewelry, which is really fucked up and stupid, I think. All that was paid for was pretty much through Judith's money. The stuff, you know, the commercial work, the movies, the television shows, etc. That was what bought their house. But it seemed as though Maria was wanting to kind of stay around just so she can get that during the divorce. Because if she would have left... Immediately, it would have all gone to Joseph. Judith was actually at this point spending a lot more time at one of her neighbor friend's house, riding their bikes over there nearly daily to the point that she was eating there. The couple who lived there pretty much knew the whole situation. And on July 25th, Judith was seen enjoying life, riding her bike, talking in the or taking in the sun rays. And that night, Maria goes and puts to bed Judith and goes to bed herself, leaving Joseph awake. And he was drinking. Joseph assures that they are sleeping and then retrieves a 33 caliber pistol from his closet, creeps into Judith's room, who was there sleeping like a tiny little angel, puts the gun to her head and pulls the trigger, killing his 10-year-old daughter. Maria in the other room, or in the bedroom, comes out. She knew what that sound was. She runs out into the hallway and kind of meets Joseph in the hallway, and they ended up wrestling a little bit. Maria ends up at, on the ground. He pulls the gun and kills Maria as well. So he goes through life for the next two days as normal, and then he ends up killing himself, shooting himself in the head two days later. So, yeah, really fucked up situation. Like, the little girl, Judith, I mean, fucking, I don't know, awesome actress, very believable. Like, she was taking lessons, all this, trying to take another, like, coaching lessons, too, to, like, lose her accent or sound more American. She just had, like, everything going for her. up-and-coming star. I find it kind of weird, too, like... There was a coincidence. One of the very first roles that she played was a child of a military man who killed his two children and pregnant wife. Maria and Judith were also buried in unmarked graves for 16 years until 2004 when fans crowdfunded enough to fit their graves with headstones. 
She never got to see The Land Before Time when she voiced Ducky or All Dogs Go to Heaven. And that ending credit song that was actually written specifically for Judith Barcy as like a tribute to her. So it seemed that as Maria was first into his money, when Maria and Joseph first met, he was paying for drinks and stuff with like $100 bills and stuff. So I don't want to put a lot of blame on her because I don't, like I said, I think she was kind of like conditioned into like a traumatic lifestyles where she thought it was just normal. Yeah. But yeah. Did you see what they wrote on her headstone? I did. Wasn't it like something like a... Well, it says, our concrete angel. And then they put the quote from Land Before Time of, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. But this is something, the last recorded line that she was ever said like in, in All Dogs Go to, Go to Heaven. Goodbye, little buddy. Oh, Charlie, I'll miss you. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll miss you too, Squeaker. Now you, you go to sleep, huh? Charlie, will I ever see you again? Sure. Sure you will, kid. You know, goodbyes aren't forever. Then, goodbye, Charlie. I love you. Yeah. I love you too. Why'd you have to go play that, you fucker? <laughs> Now, the story of Judith Barcy is kind of like one of the stories I was wanting to touch on for a while now, but I thought this would be a perfect. So all the other parents we talked about ahead of time are like parents of the year. You know? like, huh. There was one other bad one. One bad parent you didn't mention was John Barrymore. Yeah. Drew Barrymore's dad. Yeah. He was kind of that. a scum too, but. He was an abusive mofo, but yeah. And I think he, didn't he like embezzle oh, yeah. of, a lot of their stuff? But, but yeah, no, he's he's peanuts compared to what you just said. So, no going back now. I I do what I can. <laughs> you did well. My kids are alive, <clears throat> and I plan on them staying that way. So, uh, I won't be on a list. Another if one. I am, you guys can make a podcast about it. <laughs> let's not let's let's not let's not do that. But that is all I got. That's my uh, celebrities with criminal parents. And useless degrees of separation from each other. Well, it would have to be a list from you guys because I was not allowed to make lists anymore. Yeah, you were. No, you told me no more lists. No, no. more lists, no more games. I said that's fine. He said, fuck you, Lonnie. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a commercial break and we will be back with our final after this. ML Image specializes in boudoir, ink, pinup, glamour, and even nude since 2005. ML Image celebrates and highlights the female form in the most vibrant, eloquent, and sultry of portraits. ML Image is an Omaha-based photographer. You can see his work at mlimage.com. Be warned, it is not safe for work. If you are a model looking to expand your portfolio, inquiries can be made through mlimage.com or mlimage on Instagram. Consider becoming a patron for more exclusive and titillating content. You won't be disappointed. ML Image, where image is everything. If you enjoyed this podcast, well, that's not all. Stay tuned next week for the continuation of this episode, whenever these things come out. Shalom.